strokes the three from the left wing. Gagliardi, why not? He's feeling it. He's oh, my from three. Goodness. Junior down the lane, drops to Rainwater for a two-handed slam. That's what you do. He will tear down a rim this year. Largy able to blow by the pressure. Now a lob, Rivers throws it down. Cato tries it again. You bet, Caleb Cato, back-to-back threes. What's up, Eagles fans? We are live at the Cohen Center. Student Union, for those who don't like to call it the Cohen Center, uh, to celebrate the inaugural commencement of FGCU Athletics Hall of Fame. Uh, and the first inductee, as you probably all well know, is the FGCU men's team of 2012 to 2013, who went to the Sweet 16, blah, 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 blah. The rest is history. So it's a really cool event. It's cool to see everyone back in the building. We got old faces, Coach Andy Enfield, now the coach of USC, making moves there. We got uh, Brett Comers in the building, Eddie Murray, uh, Eric McKnight, Christoph Veradel, Philip Sedevichidin. Sedevichidin, sorry. It's just really cool to see everyone back. It's really cool that FGC is putting this on for some of those old players as well as our old coach, um, old staff, current staff. It's good to see everyone. Thoughts? Yeah, man, it's just special to be back here. Um, you know, it's it's crazy how full circle this is. We're here as media, right? We're here to get some footage, to get some content, get some interviews, whatever it may be. But all this stuff was so special to each one of us. Like, it's been nine years at this point. Come March, it's been nine years, nine school years ago. Uh, we were all sophomores in college here at FGCU. Um, I mean, I was, I watched, I remember admittedly when, you know, everyone was in the, the Alico Arena, like, ready to see what seed we were going to be and everything. And they announced it was 15 and then, and we saw we were going to play Georgetown and I'm like, Oh, we're not going to win that game. Like I'm not even that interested in, I'm going to watch cause that's cool. But I wasn't even that. The whole point of the time is we were on TV getting selected and that itself was like a celebratory and then we just won the ace on title. Right. That part was cool. But in my mind at the time, that was our championship. Like that was the peak that we would reach and seeing our name on the TV screen, you know, little, um, FL Coast University or, or whatever. They would say our name incorrectly, but um, yeah, Florida Golf Course University, whatever. Um, but that's what I, that's the highest height I thought we were going to reach. And I think most people in reality, but so Georgetown comes around, you know, it's one of the best college basketball games I've ever watched. I'm biased, obviously, because we're fans, but that was just the unexpected all became reality. And it was a special moment just to be a student and how campus was for those couple of weeks that that was happening. It was just, it was just amazing to be a part of. Dawson, how do you feel about this whole thing? Are you nervous, scared, excited, sad? Well, this whole thing, just in general, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Um, you know, when we were supposed to play USC the first time last year and uh, got canceled, I was so bummed. I was actually going to go to LA. Anyways, I, I watched, you know, followed FGCU so closely ever since then. This is all just so surreal to be in the building with uh, Comer and I used to just walk walk by Comer on the way to class and like just look up at him like the the two years after the whole Dunk City thing and just be like like you're my hero basically. Um, Comer and then literally Andy Infield just like walked up to me and I kind of had to hold back from fangirling you know and um, you know I'm in the presence of greatness is what I is what I thought so uh it's just uh, very surreal to be here. I'm so super excited about the game tomorrow night. 
and just the atmosphere that that's gonna that's gonna kind of bring. Yeah, we're looking at a sellout crowd most likely uh, tomorrow at 6 p.m. Um, everybody get there early, but not so early to where it's still bad when I try to park. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, it's just it was you know it's a special moment for everyone involved, um, and it's like it truly is like like emotional thinking about it. It really is like that was something that not everyone experiences just a, a piece of my academic career by academic you know i mean my college career it's just a piece of that that was so big and really shaped the rest of my college career just because that happened how much more freshmen were on campus when our junior year came around and like how, how much more cool it was to say you went to fgcu like when i was in when i was a senior in high school and people were going to fgcu they were saying like oh yeah that's my like eighth choice like that was like the kids who like weren't actually going to go to college is, is who went to FGCU. They just got accepted somewhere. And, you know, not that that was me, actually. I just I just like the distance away from home. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I have actually a funny story about how much like this means to or meant to me during college. It was like two years in. I liked I liked FGCU, but it, I was like, I got to get out of Florida. You know, I was in that mode where I wanted to go move away. And I, I actually genuinely um, was going to move to Knoxville, Tennessee, and I applied to be uh, a volunteer, and I actually got accepted into UT, and literally, I was going to go that next fall. I don't think I've ever told you guys this. I genuinely, like, was super serious about it, and, um, and uh, <laughs> this whole thing happened and just, like, literally, like, changed my whole, like, life. I just, like, felt so, like, strongly about, like, being a part of this school, and it was just, that's just why being here even here right now is so full circle um being in a room full of people not just the players and coaches but everyone even in here that's was a part of it you can just like kind of feel like connected to these people without even like literally knowing most of them <laughs> and not to detract from the celebratory mood but we can switch gears and go back to our last game current season uh loyola chicago we all agree it was a kind of a crappy first half uh Still working out some kinks, like from the first game, but the second half was a different story. We outplayed the Wolves. Is that what they are? Ramblers. Ramblers, but they're. The mascot's a wolf. Yeah, it says it's on the logo. It says a, whatever, a rambling wolf. And uh, we had a we outscored them in the second half. Played a lot better in the second half. There was a lot of heroics from Tavian Dunn Martin, who was shooting lights out, nine for seventeen from three, nine for six, was it nine for fourteen? Some ungodly. Uh, or should I say godly shooting percentage. Uh, aside from that, you know, it was a little rough around the edges, but there is glimmers of hope that we did not have last year, the year before. There's more depth. The guys are getting used to playing with each other. Um, coming <laughs> USC next, uh, I just hope for a decent showing in front of our raucous, raucous, raucous crowd. Is that how you say that? Ruckus? Any thoughts, guys? USC, Loyola? Well, I just think based on what I saw um, in the Loyola game, um, I still don't have super high hopes for the outcome, maybe, of tomorrow's game. But, man, I just saw things that I talk about two years ago. I'm talking about even since we saw Comer last up on the floor, like the level of talent that is coexists, like, all together. So... I mean, like, simple inbound plays that I'm like, we could never have run in the last three, four years. Um, 
and just the confidence that Tavian Dunmartin has is like insane. And then you, you think of Austin Ritchie, and I just I don't know. I'm I'm they clearly just had to like gel, especially since three three of them didn't play. Three of our you know I guess who might be starter now. Um, I would imagine Halverson might start. Just I didn't expect him to do that well, which I kind of should have, but. Um, no, I just think we shot the ball incredibly well. We ran some plays that I just haven't seen us do before, and I just think that's just going to help tomorrow. And I think we can, if the, if the the dominoes fall in the right right order, we could look at a close game. But again, who knows? So, but I'm incredibly excited. Yeah, I think I mean nobody nobody outside of the players, the coaches, you know, the guys around the team is going to tell you that they you know fully expect FGCU to win. That's the point of you know knowing that a team that knowing that a team is a Power Five school and a really good one at that, and knowing that a team is a mid major trying to you know remake a name for themselves essentially. Um, so with that being said, what you want is to see a competitive game. What you want is to see guys do well. Um, and you know, there, every, every, any given Sunday, but you know, basketball version of that, it's not, it's not impossible. It's not ridiculous for that to happen. So it would, yeah, the, the, as Dawson just reminded me, the Washington football team and Tyler Heineke beat the, uh, Tom Brady led bucks. I think it's Tyler. Is it Taylor Heineke? It's, it's, it's T with lore or, or Ler. anyway. Um, yeah, any given Sunday, but for basketball, um, any given Tuesday. But anyways, um, I think that's probably it for today's pod. Um, we're looking forward to tonight because this podcast is released on a Tuesday morning um, and the game is tonight at 6 p.m. Um, we're all going to be there. If you're there, shout out Screecher Report. Uh, we'll be sitting at the media table or down on the court taking video or wherever we end up being. Thank you for listening and wings up. You all set? Yeah. All right, well, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm back home in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, taking care of my mom. Just been playing basketball, semi-pro, getting a little bit in the, the insurance industry as well. Um, just kind of just taking things one day at a time right now. Just embracing the, the environment, the people that's out here, seeing all the old faces and the new faces as well. How long since you've been on campus? Feels almost about a decade, but I felt about seven years. You were, you have been back since Dunk City, right? I really haven't. You I've haven't. literally been seven years. Since you graduated? Yeah, since I graduated. How does it feel just seeing everybody? Man, it's uh, deja vu, and it's also like a, a utopia now. Everything done upgraded up here, and it don't even look the same at all. And it's just awesome, man. The fact that everybody in the community is back together again, and it's a great reunion. Those relationships that you guys built then, they still endure for you guys? Yeah, I mean, when I talk to everybody on the team, it's just like we never miss a step. Um, that love that we got for each other is something that ain't gonna go nowhere. Um, I asked the other guys, married, kids, any of that stuff? Oh, uh, no, not <laughs> yet. I'm gonna take my time, uh, but uh, there will be a little little midnight running around one day. <laughs> how many how many years did you play, so semi-pro, how many years did you play like 
I've been playing for about five years. Right. Uh, been off and on. Uh, my first gig was in Bolivia. And then after that, it was in Mongolia. Then I also went to Denmark. Then went to the center of the earth, which was Ecuador. So I've been all met Genghis Kong and everybody. Did people know Dunk City at all? I mean, would, would, oh, yeah. Did Dunk City get you there? Oh, yeah. That's what was so amazing to me. I didn't know that that run. Well, they, they look at all our reruns back in uh, other countries, in third world countries. They just look at the flashbacks. So it was the fact that they was looking at our old videos and they knew who we were. It was also amazing. So they, they didn't know who it was. It shocked me. I didn't know I was known in Mongolia. I was like, yeah. What if there had never been a Dunk City? Ladies and gentlemen, it five be, minutes until we right? begin our presentation. And if it would have never five been minutes. a Dunk City, it would still be Please a great place in my mind. locate your seats if you have yet to locate them. That's all I got to we'll say. We'll begin our presentation okay. in five minutes. Thank you, guys. Minutes. Thank you, Eric, man. This is great. Um, I come back. I'm one of the lucky ones. I live in town here, so I get to come back to a lot of the home games uh, every year. But uh, to see a lot of these guys that I haven't seen, some of them since like that last season that I played here in 2013. So this March, it'll be nine years, and it's kind of uh, incredible to be able to be here and get inducted tonight into the Hall of Fame. You're still around the area. You've seen the impact you know, since that run. Kind of talk about what is that run that Dunk City team means to the community? Yeah, uh, so I was working in orthopedic sales, so I was going kind of from Naples to Port Charlotte, so all of Southwest Florida for about seven years. And, uh, you know, I was bouncing in and out of hospitals, dealing with a lot of different people, and it's remarkable how many people, uh, you know, kind of grabbed onto that run, and they really take pride in Southwest Florida and um, just love talking about it, and they're prideful in Southwest Florida. Uh, so I'm now working for uh, my family company. Uh, it's been around for 20 years. It's called Mount Turtle Alarm Services. We do security, home automation, uh, stuff like that. And uh, so I get to work with my dad. Um, and uh, we go as well, Naples up to about Bradenton. Think about that game, I mean, it's just nine years ago you said it coming up in March of run. I mean, in that nine years, what's made that run stick out from the rest? I think it was just, uh, I mean, kind of people seem to enjoy how much fun it looked like we were having out there. And uh, that's kind of the first thing they always, they always mentioned to us. Like, you guys just looked like you were having fun as you were beating up on some of the big boys. So, um, you know, being able to... It was, it was a little fun, I won't lie. Um, it kind of didn't sink in how, how special that time was, and still now, you know, there's still things that pop up here and there. Like this event tonight just still kind of seems like we're going into, you know, first class with Chris Sale and, and Olympians and things like that, so it's, it's really special. Going into that tournament, you know, you guys, a 15 seed at that point never did it. You know, what was kind of guys' mindset going up against like, like George out of San Diego State and these big time programs? Um, it's been kind of reported on, but we, we beat Miami at home. We played some of the bigger boys. We played Duke that year. We knew we were capable of doing it. We were just going to have to play well, um, play together. And uh, I think that's something that was special about our team. We all really bought in. We had a lot of role players that played their role. No one was really trying to you know do it all, and that's what made us special. Talking to Brett, I mean, he's talking about how the facilities have changed since he came back and what upgrades have happened. And you know, he said that Ken told him all those upgrades yeah, I mean, uh, I'm glad we were able to do that. Um, wish I could have uh, captured some of that. I could have used the weight room uh, back then. I was one of the skinny guys, so. Um, but it's beautiful. They have, I mean, so many new additions to this campus, and every time, I, like I said, I live here, every time I come back, it seems like there's something new popping up. They're working on something to attract some new talent and to athletics here in Southwest Florida.
What did it mean to you? Obviously, the fun and the opportunity, but what did it do for your life? Um, you know, it, I mean, it's helped me really kind of start, like, with relationships. You know, it's a good starting topic for people when I walk in anywhere. They're like, you know, they start looking at me, then I say my name, and they're looking at me a little more. And I think I mentioned to Adam recently is, I have a couple people be like, hey, you know, I know you're on my my uh, husband's wall or something like that. Like, you're in my office. So you have a signed poster. So, I mean, the main thing I think is just, you know, kind of something people feel like they can relate to me even when they don't know me. And it's helped, you know, in that way the most. What do you think the legacy of this team is? 2013 team or the FTCU? Um, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I mean, we, we're just a group of guys having fun. Um, they're still, I mean, Still some guys playing overseas. We had some great players on the team, but a lot of us were just guys trying to make it to the mid-major level, and I think that's kind of what's special and just inspires other people to keep working hard, and you just you never know. You go out there and play the game and roll the balls out and see what happens. What if you'd left FGCU when, after the transition? What if you didn't stay? Yeah, I mean, what, what if there, never been a dunk I, I think about that all the time. You know, I was, I was a red shirt. If I never red shirted, I wouldn't have been around during this. Um, there was times when I wasn't playing well, and I, you know, you start to question, like, man, is this really for me? And I played baseball as well. I thought maybe I should do that, but everything worked out. I wouldn't take it back for the world. I'm glad, you know, Andy came in, and we all combined around him and his confidence, and it, it worked out for the best for all of us. We've always heard everyone's perspectives on Brett's lobs, mostly to chase, but what's your perspective on those, particularly the craziest lob at the end that that Chase uh, had to really disguise? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Uh, Brett had a great connection with Chase, um, but also with Eric, myself, Sherwood. I mean, he had a, a, a touch for throwing those lobs. Um, and, you know, whenever someone was cutting, he would find them. And I think, you know, it was exciting to watch, but it was also a great play for us. I mean, a lot of points were coming off those dunks as well. So it was, it was great. What goes through your mind when you see those highlights now? Yeah, no, it, it gets your blood flowing. I, I've seen I've seen them a lot. Uh, I'm sure we're gonna have some highlights tonight, but it still seems like some things pop up randomly on YouTube, and one of my friends will send it to me. I'm like, I haven't seen this one, but every time I see it, you know, it's always gets your blood flowing, and, and hear, hearing those guys, Reggie and Kevin, commentating on our games, you know, it brings back some juices for sure. Married kids? Married? Uh, no kids yet. Uh, married, living in the area, so it's uh, hopefully getting ready for this this season. I have to see you guys have a good game tomorrow night and. I am 31. I will be 32 next week. So, I'm old. They just showed me a picture. Uh, a guy came up and showed me a picture after San Diego State with his son was about at my hip, and he's 22 years old now. So, yeah, old. <laughs> yeah. What does it mean to be back here? Well, I think it's great to have a Hall of Fame. It's a relatively new school athletic department in the scheme of things across the country. So to honor the great athletes and uh, especially the Dunk City team, is it's just a great honor to be here. Don't you say that word, just the, the Dunk City. What's that mean to you? And, and pretty much, you think, whenever you want to when you say it, the players say, y'all smile. I mean, what does that mean to you? Well, I think it, it's a great uh, memory that we all have. And as time goes on, the smiles just keep getting bigger and bigger. And, and I, I remember the players themselves and how much they believed in each other. Uh, what a great team they became and they were just turned into a team that thought they could beat anybody and so when I think of Dunk City that's what I think of our team. What made that team so special you know, having that mindset that they can go out even as a 15 seed and compete with the biggest program? Well as individuals they're very good players and they kept developing and getting better and better and in our second year 
they all came together and they just had an extreme confidence to compete against anybody they played against. And I think you saw it in the NCAA tournament. Uh, the, the moment wasn't too big, and a, a lot of guys that, that play in the mid-major conferences, they get on that big stage, and it's hard for them. But uh, our players had such extreme confidence and belief in each other that they were able to compete in, 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 on the biggest stage. When you, uh, when you went back, I mean, just you know, when you talk about maybe 10 set it like that game, that, that team that you see you on the map, that's I mean, I know you, you moved on, but just the impact that had itself was for it. Do you still feel like when you come back here, you're in this room now, it could still felt? Well, I just like the fact that when people wear FGCU t-shirts and sweatshirts, they have a pride. It's, it's very prideful to represent the school. I, I think after that Sweet 16 run, people wanted to come here as a destination spot for just academic students as well as athletes. And, and so uh, it was known all over the country, especially regionally. And so, so that was great uh, when I left, knowing that FGCU is a, now a destination spot for a lot of students. And um, it meant a lot to the university as a whole. Did you ever have one moment during all that, because so many things happen right away again after. Did you ever have one moment during it where you were able to stop and go, my goodness, what is happening? What? And really just soak in the moment? After our Sweet 16, the wind, when we beat San Diego State to go to the Sweet 16, we had to wait for the media, and we went back in the 76er locker room at the Wells Fargo Center, and we had about a 10-minute wait, and I was soaked with water, so I, I had uh, one of the managers get my suitcase and I changed into my sweat outfit and my uh, sweatsuit and at that point with Bernard and, and Brad and Sherwood back in the locker room uh, we just took a moment to say wow I can't believe we're standing in the 76ers locker room and we're going to the Sweet 16 and, and it was just an amazing feeling to, to look and see the just the, the smiles and the joy of, of our players and, and, and what they accomplished at that moment so that's I, I really remember that it was like it was yesterday uh, obviously it was eight and a half years ago. Just how excited were you for this opportunity to, to bring the Trojans here, now top 25 as of today, and take on FTC tomorrow? Should be a sold-out crowd, a lot of fun. I remember when we played Miami here, when they were ranked, they won the ACC, and, and we, we upset them at FGCU and then went on that big run. So uh, we're expecting a, a, just a tremendous atmosphere tomorrow. It should be a great college basketball game. Going to be weird coming in in uh, red and yellow instead of blue and green. Well, I had to figure out where the locker room was for the visiting team. I finally found that after about 10 minutes today. But I've been at USC this is my ninth season, so I'm used to wearing red. But I, I put the blue and green on tonight, and feels pretty good. It looks good. What about uh, talk about Coach Klein? I mean, just the job he's done here. Well, Coach Fly is one of the best X and O's guys I've ever been around. He's a relentless recruiter. He, everybody loves him. And as a head coach, when he was my assistant, I hired him for a reason because I worked with him at Florida State. We hired him, and he was just amazing. He was an incredible assistant coach, and he's doing a great job now uh, of building the program back to where it needs to be. And I think they'll be very good this year. I know when we play them tomorrow, watching them on video, they're, they're extremely talented. They have a lot of new players. they got great size, a lot of shooting. So I'm just really proud of uh, Coach Fly because he is a terrific basketball coach. Is this your first time back? First time, first time since we left. Yeah, I haven't been on campus. A lot of uh, really appreciative of the donors and, and the, uh, the alumni that donated money for the athletic program because the facilities have, have increased. It, 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 I walked in to some of the, uh, the weight room is incredible, the academic center, the, the training room, the offices, and, the, and the, just the, the, band, and the signage and the branding. It, it makes a big difference, and I'm really proud of what everybody's done here. Did you feel a wave of any of the mentality at all, stepping on campus in any way? Or? 
Yeah, when I walked into Alico Arena last night, we practiced, uh, and then we practiced again today. It, it was just a surreal feeling. And, and just looked around, I just took a deep breath, and a big smile came on my face. Uh, so so we're, we're really proud of FGCU, what they've done. Um, and um, it, it all comes back to the student athlete. Our, our players were incredible. Well, it's unique that four of the players are still playing professional basketball overseas, and that's why they're not here this evening. Uh, but it, it's a lifelong connection, and we'll always be connected with, with the administration, uh, even the students on campus. I can't tell you how many times I've been stopped in airports or restaurants from out of town when I travel for recruiting or just travel in general, and people come up to me that don't know me, but they say, hey, I was a student at FGCU in the Dunk City run, and, and uh, I want to thank you, and, and, and just just a, a lot of uh, connection that will last a lifetime. It's pretty cool. We don't have to coach fly before, and he has mentioned how surreal it is kind of to be across, you know, baseline from someone like Coach Hamilton. Uh, how is that in your perspective being, you know, next to a guy who was well, it's the first time I've coached against one of my assistants. Uh, we have uh, Joey Cantens. Uh, he's a head coach now at Daytona State. And Marty Richter was a head coach uh, across town. Now he's at Drake as assistant. Kevin Norris was with me. Now he's at Central Florida. But a few of the guys have become head coaches, and, and Coach Fly is one of them. So this will be the first time I've actually coached against a, a guy that's uh, one of my assistants that became a head coach. And uh, I don't know how it'll be because once the game starts, you're focused on your team. And, and I, we have a lot, of, a lot of improving to do on our team. So I'll be focused on the, the red, uh, Cardinal and gold tomorrow. Yeah. I'm sure you talked to your players before they knew, you know, why you were playing this game. Did they say anything to you after, you know, seeing Dunk City plastered everywhere and well, whatever yeah. after practice? Or? The upperclassmen know that I coached here and it's a success. We had a freshman walk in the gym last night. He, was, he had never been here. He, he looked and saw the Sweet 16 man and he said, wow, they went to the Sweet 16 here? <laughs> And a couple of other guys said, yeah, that was Coach Enfield actually was the coach then. He's like, really? No, so uh, most of our players uh, know what they're in for tomorrow. It's going to be a great basketball experience for everybody. It should be a lot of fun. All right, Coach. Well, we just um, we got to everybody so far. We just the pictures flash up there on the board. You're an assistant coach. What comes to mind when you think about that Dunk City team? Yeah, well, it's just so good to see everybody, to be honest with you. This is the first time we've all been in a room together, you know, since that year. So uh, I'll tell you this, I uh, try not to be too much of an emotional guy. I used to never cry, uh, but as I've gotten a little older, I think Jack's changed that a little bit. But I'll put it to you like this. When I introduced Comer to our team today, he came to practice and I talked to him, um, talked to them and introduced him to the locker room. Waterworks started, man, and he looked at me and said, what are you doing? Why are you crying? I said, I don't know, man, it's a lot. So I think it's an emotional night, but a really good night for all of us. This is the largest group of any of you guys together since nine, in nine years. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, some of us in the business get together at the Final Four. Um, Coach Enfield does a great job of reaching out and spending time with all of us, you know, former players, former assistants. But as far as all of us being together, yeah, this is the first time. Coach, I mean, you're here, you know, you're, you're the coach here. I yeah, well, it was just such a, a moment in terms of the university, the program. Um, it, it put us on the map, literally, and in terms of there were people even in Southwest Florida that didn't know where campus was. And then all of a sudden they were at the bookstore and I couldn't go get my morning coffee. I couldn't park anywhere, right? So it, it changed everything, both for our university, for our recruiting. Um, you know, even to this day, when I say, you know, to recruits, hey, do you know about FGCU? Now, 
their parents remember the run, but they at least know Dunk City, so it, it changed it all. All right, unusual question. What if there had never been a Dunk City? Maybe Andy didn't come, or just something different had changed in the scenario. What if it had never happened? Well, I would not be standing here, I'll tell you that much. And, uh, you know, we joked often about, you know, Chase's career. I mean, he's playing and doing really well for himself. Sherwood's still playing, and Bernard's still playing, and there's so many guys had a chance to play professionally because we wanted a high level. And because of the, the unbelievable job Coach did and the players buying into his system, it changed all of our lives. Coach, I mean, uh, you won every single team, you know, characterize his family is the word a lot of coaches always use, the amount of support, the amount of the level. But to have somebody come, some of the coach Ken said from Switzerland, flew into this. You said this is the first time in nine years you guys have together. How much of a family was that group? Even Coach Enfield used that word so yeah, well, I think it started at the top with Coach Enfield and the way that he really got that group to believe in his his mission, his vision. You know, we were selling at that point, you know, just a, a, a vision and a prayer. I mean, we didn't, we, at that point, we hadn't won anything, the, the facility, I mean, everything, and they bought into that vision. Um, and the rest is history. Switching to uh, tomorrow, I mean, just, uh, is there a game week, tomorrow? Yeah, I was going to say, you said last week, thinking the coach speaks, now the game is here. I mean, just to be across from Coach Enfield, most importantly, a top 25 USC team coming into a legal arena, what's that mean in the program? But for you to be across from that, from your home boss. Yeah, well, first of all, and I want to make this very clear, you know, come into Alico Arena, you know, there's really no benefit for USC. So this was totally a coach infield, loves the university, loves the program. He's been tremendous to me, uh, still follows our program, wants us to be successful. So for him to come across the country to play an away game at a mid-major venue, I mean, that, that's a relationship deal. So we're so thankful for him and, and him willing to do this. Now for two hours, we're gonna do our best to, to make him as miserable as possible, right? But I'm just so thankful for that relationship and the way that not only he treated FGCU in the program while he was here, but has continued to do so since he's gone to USC. Are you playing against Hamilton before? How's he going to be playing against another guy? Yeah, it's really odd. You know, going against Coach Hamilton, it was funny because during the games multiple times, there were things that I did not remember, and I would see Coach signal something. Oh, that's back screen, ball screen. You know, it would trigger. So I don't know. You know, Coach Enfield's running a few things that are similar to some things we used to run. But, you know, just so many memories. It will be odd, especially in Alico Arena, for him to be on that side. Uh, but it's going to be an exciting night for everybody. Please find your seats. What's the message you want to come from that 2013 team? Yeah, I think it's just, you know, and, and we'll talk about this as the night goes on, but believing in, first of all, yourself, uh, believing in your vision, whatever that might be. We want the players that were on that team to do that in their lives in general. Um, you know, you the, the work is a prerequisite, right? You got to show up, you've got to put the work in, then you got to catch some breaks. And we were really fortunate to catch some breaks with that group. Um, but yeah, it's just a just a special night all around. Good. Thank you. Coach. Thanks, guys.
live from Screecher Report. 